glint of something slightly dangerous and slightly unhinged in his eye. You probably have to have that to face Sam Ronaldo, and he has done that, and he's got all the cards now. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM, with Gillette, in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mo. We're joined in the studio by the Talton Cup player of the year, Westmead's Ronan O'Toole. Ronan, good morning to you. Good morning, lads. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Millie, for coming in. No problem at all. Congratulations. Thank you. What a year. Especially strong Westmead team to the show all of a sudden. Listen, maroon and white, Johnny, can we, can we say maroon and white maroon across and white. the board? Um, uh, congrats. What a year. Topped off by the, uh, the, the award, obviously, last Friday. How did you find out about it? Yeah, it was gas one there. Um, one of the lads from from Sligo, he was fitting the Sligo lads in that got the award and he said, did you get one? And I didn't know at all. And uh, he said, check your email. That's what they found out. So I went scrolling down through the email. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday and hoping, hoping there was an email and then found it, obviously. And yeah, The spam section probably is. Spam like, this section. Yeah, this isn't real. Uh, <laughs> who's the first person you see the email? Who's the first person you tell? Ah, parents. Yeah. The, the joy in their face when you tell them is is nice, you know. Um, it's for them, for the the club, obviously, and obviously you're representing the county as well. But yeah, family, family what, first. As you what did they say when you were? Uh, what this thing? <laughs> I don't know if I said it like that. I know my dad was. My dad was always. He was asking me, uh, "Is there an award? Is there an all start for this?" And yeah. I was kind of playing it off. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think yeah. somebody mentioned it at some point. He kept asking, "When is that? When is that?" Yeah. Uh, my mum actually. Was, she lucky enough got to go. She was in in Mexico for three weeks, so she came off the off the flight. Um, from LA, she had a connecting flight, so luckily enough, she made it from that's straight awesome. from the airport. Uh, to Crow Park for the award, so that was nice that she got to make it as well. Is the um, the team WhatsApp group? Does it go from sort of like the Westmead group, like tumbleweed, to suddenly uh, is, the, it, is it lit the, up or what happens? Star group, nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we're all together in that. Um, all, the, all the lads were were sending messages congratulating us, so that was nice. You know, you're representing them as well. Um, as I said, you know, without them, it's the old cliche. Without them, I wouldn't have been there. It was just lucky enough. I. I got one in the end. Mm. Yeah. There, there is something special about that team as well, like just the all stars and seeing going from Scandinavia from top to bottom and seeing the different county colours. Like, and I don't know, it's obviously novel, but in your respect, but like, there's a lot of tradition there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's um, like it was nice that there was there was six Westmead representing, and obviously Jack Cooney was there, and um, our SNC John Angle, who's done a lot for us over the years, um, he got to come as well on the night. So it was nice that we we're all together there. Um, you know, it was nearly like a Westmead table at one stage. <laughs> Don't mingle with anybody else. Yeah. What um, did you talk to Jack after after it was announced, or how did that work? Yeah, he actually he actually sent me the the job. I missed a call off him, and he sent me the job application for for what he was going to do. And I I thought he was asking me did I want his job. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I'm pretty pretty settled in my job, Jack. And then he called me and he announced it and. Uh, you know, it was nearly emotional enough. He's been a big father figure for me um, over the four years. So, yeah, I was devastated. And I know his passion for, for Westmead football. Like, if you have a chat with Jack Cooney, Westmead is mentioned within about 30 seconds. Mm. Um, so, is it? I know it was a tough decision for him, but, um, you know, he'll do great in that role as well. He leaves no stone unturned in any, any role he takes. So, I'm sure they've got a good one with Jack. When you say father figure, what does that mean, like in practical terms? 
just his man management skills to me personally and to all the lads um, were brilliant um, he's kind of the arm around the shoulder uh, when you need it and then he's he's the kick up the backside as well um, he? when he knows you're when you're not at it um, so in, in that sense he was brilliant he was always there for a chat and even I was, was chatting to him at the awards he said his door is always open do you know um, shows the character kind of in the man that you mentioned we had him on a few weeks ago and we were talking about his new role and we were talking about obviously the year that's been and all that stuff and he was talking about that Westmeath aspect of things and it's not something here that often from the so-called weaker counties there tends to be I constantly on about the elitism in GEA and you know these are conversations that tend to happen around the Kerry and Donegal's but it was really encouraging to hear him talk about you know we're Westmeath people and the importance of having Westmeath people in the backroom team and the importance of leaving the Westmeath jersey in a better place is that yeah that was something that was evident you know even before games we'd all have to put on the jersey together um, and he'd say like do you know Westmeath people have come and gone this is your time this is respect the jersey kind of thing um, he had this little uh, abbreviation or acronym um, that he used it was called 4RV and he used to put it under each message it was um, why do you play so we had a team meeting at the start of the year and, and it was why do you play and the, the three words that came out it was family opportunity and respect or recognition and um, he would put that under every message um, he sent and it was something that would get the, the brain reset before you go out to a big game and, and say why do you play like do you know mm. do you do some work with David Cherokee is that right was yeah. that, is that where that came from or yeah. was that yeah uh, no that's I think that's all Jack um, okay? uh, I'm not sure now I'm not sure <laughs> I don't want to be taking but, it, I take yeah, I don't want to take any credit but uh, I, you'll have to ask Jack and Dave on that one <laughs> yeah. who wants to claim that and what what so David Cherokee people some people are familiar with he's done some work around theming it's become a big uh, buzzword around sports and he's done work with uh, with McGarry and Larishell yeah. and um, it's become a thing and I only somebody mentioned to me during the week that he was in with you guys as well this year he was in with our guys so um, the the one he used with us was Katie Taylor um, I know Jack was referencing it before um, and there would he would before. The, it was the Talton Cup I think it started and it was like our journey was similar to Katie Taylor's journey um, you get knocked down and you, and you have to come back up again and that was kind of like us um, when we lost Kildare um, do you know uh, I think we took the Tuesday night off after we lost that and we all came in together as a group and we were like we're going to give this a good rattle um, and that was kind of similar to the Katie Taylor uh, story when she lost one of her fights and she had to come back um, and he would do various clips um, the work he did was fantastic um, so yeah that was that was the theme we kind of had as Westmead was, was Kate Taylor what, what, what was the, the was that the collective like panel asked you to the Talchon Cup because like uh, you know I mentioned Zach Moradi like Zach Moradi's point in Crow Park I think playing the Leitrim colours playing Hurland is would mean a lot more to me than like someone from Kilkenny in some respects where you want to see the so-called weaker counties progress like how how did everyone take to the Talchon Cup and the opportunities that because the, you know there's a lot of scepticism as well yeah, no, I suppose, and I just mentioned it there. Um, like we, Jack gave us the Tuesday night off after we lost Kildare, just kind of reset the bodies, and we came in on Thursday and we had a group huddle, and he and he went through the reasons why um, winning this would be so good, and it, I think it's evident enough right. from the scenes of Mullingar. Um Did you need convincing? No, I didn't. Anyways, there was there was silver silverware on the line, um, two days in Crow Park on the line, and four four matches like. 
as GA players you want to play more games like we played six six championship games this year that's the most I think I think the max I played was maybe four in a, in a season before that um, Covid year one do you know um, lost Dublin and then the other years were two or three so we played six this year and you could see in our game like we we got progressively better as the mm. games went on um, and it was better cohesion like mm. do you know you're training more with the forwards even like um, myself, uh, Lorcan and Luke and and John would be the th- was the four main up there, and you could see our, our movement patterns. We were um, there was better cohesion with us. Um, so yeah, that's that's why there was buy-in. You know, um, we wanted to play more games and mm. grow as a team and exposure to younger lads as well. Do you know a lot of um, lads got their first out in Crow Park this year. Um, first championship game this year Robbie Ford Nigel Harris Charlie Drum started against Carlow full back when Kevin Guire was, was out did brilliantly um, so like those lads got a lot of experience in the year as well we won't know the value like it does it's very obvious to say that like the value of that should be that the gap starts to close between uh, Westmeath and let's say in, in in terms of Leinster there was only three points in it in Kildare match but in reality it felt like it might have been a little bit more what's your sense of, because uh, I was interested when Jack was on with us before, he talked about like Leinster being uh, realistic and, or, or, a, or an openly spoken about ambition for the team. And I was a bit struck by it, I have to say, because I didn't, um, because Dublin are here and then everybody else is sort of down here a little bit, certainly in terms of Leinster. Do, do you think a run like that can help um, Yeah, close that gap to Dublin and is Leinster a um, realistic ambition for you next year? To be honest, Leinster was never really talked about prior to last year um, as an ambition to win it. We took it game by game, but um, before this year, we we wanted to give it a good crack. Now, Mm. we fell short of that. Um, But, yeah, hopefully the bit of experience um, from last year will help um, close that gap. Um, I suppose you have to be ambitious as as an athlete um, to hopefully want to um, lift that Delaney Cup. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what the next few seasons bring. And the the Kildare game was interesting to hear you talk about that, like because it was only was it three points in it in the end. Yeah, was it like so? It, we in the dressing room afterwards, it was like I presume you were pretty devastated about the whole thing. It takes a while before you start to get your head around. Well, there's something else to play for here, almost. Yeah, I was just devastated about the performance. Um, to be honest, we probably let in a cheap enough goal um, at the start. Like I think we were we were one two up. To maybe one or two points. Ten seconds in, you're like, "This is this, yeah, this is start, this, yeah. this is going well here." Um, yeah, luckily enough. Was uh, that a training ground move, or was that <laughs> no? <laughs> Where was the Kildare defence? I'm wondering. I don't know. Wally just saw a gap, and yeah, took, dealing took, with the future all star here, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took flight, but yeah, no, I was just. Um, Can you go ahead too early, in him, like? You know, you look at Pats yeah, went down. Pats yeah. forwards. Pats went ahead after four mm. minutes the other night, and they were battered afterwards. Like, mm. and I, can you? Is it possible to? I know it's a cliche, but like, did you get a false sense of oh my god, what's happening here? I don't think so in that game, but I agree with your point in that it can happen in games when you when you get a lead. Um, you can you can tend to sit off, hold on to the ball a little bit longer, mm. and um, yeah, you. Um, you might regret that. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you, so when you come in after Kildare again, then do you start out in the whole like process, so to speak? Because you're just saying that wasn't our performance. Like why? Yeah, I was, I was, I was devastated after mm. the Kildare game. Um, I needed that. I needed that Tuesday off just to mm. get the head right because we gave so much with it. Um, 
I was actually just coming back from injury, so I would have been kind of half injured playing the Longford game, so I was feeling fresh enough after that. Um, so that's why it was devastating for me, because I was just back fit. I would have played injured nearly... I didn't really train during the league. Um, mm-hmm. I just played games. And then we played our last game in Belfast, in Antrim, and then I would have got a... went to Cap Hospital and got a cortisone injection. Uh, I had a bit of osteitis pubis in my groin, so I needed needed a rest on that mm-hmm. so it was frustrating in the sense that I was just back feeling great and then boom you're 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 sank back down what did you at 25 you had to think about that and do you you're it feels like you're you've never you've never been you know the run of games helps but that that um you know your progression has been steady steady building and and like to become a point where you're obviously picking up this award and uh, been one of the most important players in that team now yeah, I suppose. Well, five. I think I'm coming into my sixth year now. Um, so yeah, I, I like Lomans was a big help for me as well. Mm. You know, having a great club team there. Um, I would have went in. We like my first year in Lomans, we won the championship, and then we did three in a row. Like I remember, I remember going in the Monday into the into the Monday club and saying, "This is great. Like this is easy. You know, three in a row." But then it happened uh, every year. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> uh, we found out about it doesn't happen every year. Um, but yeah, the club was a big one for me. Um, how um, how they progressed me in a way and how they took me under the wing. A lot of the older lads, and then even in Westmead, like there's a lot of lads there that would be giving you a few nuggets there. Jerry Egan as well, and obviously John um, in the club. Um, What's it like? What's it like training with him week in week out? He's like, he doesn't get spoken about often enough. But he's he's Michael Murphy esque, I think, mm. in his in his uh, style of play and his certainly his influence on that team. Ah, uh, yeah, he's great. There's a bit to be a bit of wrestling now. I'd say with the fullback. I'd say the fullbacks don't <laughs> like him. Right? Yeah. Uh, when he doesn't get the ball, I think they know about it rather than uh, yeah. the forwards. But no, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, teammate and, and captain for Lomans as well you know huge servant over the years I don't, I think this is like his 13th season or something with Westmead which crazy is crazy like, yeah. um, so yeah he's been a huge servant funny you and say when you you, you you missed it, sorry, you missed you know you missed much the league in terms of training like do you think that the counties get it right in terms of the amount of training that club and county players do or could less be more it's probably my fault in, in a sense um, I didn't tell the management I want I always want play out there like I was training through an eagle um, and it got progressively worse but I think we I think it was the 9th of December we lost Port Harrington I had one or two weeks break and, and it was straight back into county and mm. probably a, a bit of rest w- would have been no harm but it, I would take that onus on me to, to say mm-hmm. that rather than the management knowing how I am um, I always like training but when you're carrying an eagle you probably shouldn't be what um, you mentioned about some of the players giving you a few hints and tips and stuff. How much work do you do with Desi on the art of being a forward? Yeah, so there's a there's a split there. John Keane would take the backs and Desi would take the forwards. So there's always a bit of mm-hmm. competition there. But no, Desi's great. Like he came in this year, and like instantly everyone know. And I'd say I'm speaking on behalf of all the team there. Like we just sat back and we're just like wow. Right. Really, this lad knows his stuff. Um, in terms of his, what? just the way he was talking in um, in games and doing the right things, you know, keeping it. I, I remember he said something: just do the basics right, and the rest will come. Like, and that's something I always kind of take into big games now. Um, if you're ever nervous, kind of just just do the basics right, good start, and then and then the rest will um, the rest will come after that. Kind of. Would you be nervous? 
No, I'm actually I'm not I'm all right for that. Yeah. Um, listen to a few tunes and on the way up, I'm the 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 DJ as you call it in the dressing room. So here we go. No, yeah. <laughs> so no, a bit of music. No, uh, no, I'm not too bad for nerves. Thankfully enough, just kind of just keep the same routine. So mm. um, is he is he working with you on the specific detail of stuff like where you're one on one and you're probably teaching him a thing or two about the sidestep? But <laughs> outside of that, are you uh, are you is he is he working on the specific detail of like yeah how detailed? I, does I he think get? he works more on groups. Right. Um, I obviously. If you have any questions, he's open always. But um, as a forward unit, I think more so. And like this year, I think was the most evident of that. Where I was, I used to be kind of more so uh, um, outer eleven would do most of my work in the the middle third. Where I found myself, myself and John maybe um, switching between eleven and fourteen um, more so this year. And even Luke as well. Like Luke can play in eleven, and then mm. you've always Lorcan. Um, with the depth in there so I think as a unit he brought more structure to us um, especially from a forwards perspective um, knowing where to be at the right times um, that was something I definitely took uh, was a great takeaway this year anyways yeah, we'll see how it goes in the main job obviously now over yeah. the next few years as yeah, well we will indeed. look forward to watching on pleasure chatting to you over the last 20 minutes thanks a for coming in thank you no problem OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember effortless shave magnificent moves